us for DMLA. Uh, today we have Shaylee. Today we have Joe Flo. Uh, um, Josue. I was very bold name, sorry. Uh, Josue <laughs> Flores. And we have a Diane. And today we're going to continue our, our series um, called uh, The Process Before the Promise. And today we're going to talk about, um, uh, what is the liar, right? The liar. Oh my God, I'm sorry. There's so many that I don't even know why. So today, um, I think we're, we're going to just, uh, we're going to circle in to one person the whole, the whole time, right? Because yes. I think that's what we're going to do. And it's going to be Jacob. As you guys know, Jacob is the son of Isaac. And, and Isaac had two kids, which was uh, Jacob and Esau. And honestly, as you guys, we all know the story, right? He comes up, Esau sells his, um, his birthright. And we can see that, you know, Jacob uh, lied to his father and stole his blessing. And before we continue going and before we finish the story, because the story is be- really beautiful, I wanted to, I, w- I just wanted to, I just wanted to just, just, just maybe pinpoint this part of the process before the, before the promise. Because as you guys noticed, like <coughs> Jacob was a man, well, was not a man, but he was a boy. He was a young man that stayed in his house. He he dedicated his life to his house. And as you guys notice, Esau dedicated his life to be somebody from outside. So mm-hmm. just I want you guys to correlate this with the spiritual self, right? So right. somebody that, that dedicates himself to be out in the world, out hunting, out figuring out. If you guys notice, it's on Genesis 25, 27. It says, when the boys grew up, Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field. There's another version that says a man of the land. While Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in the tents. It doesn't even say that he was helping his mother out. It wasn't even saying that he was uh, super feminine. He's just saying that he liked to stay home. He liked to dwell in the tents. Is there jobs to do at the tents? I I think so. Yeah. But yeah. what I want what I want you guys to understand is that the process of of the process before the promise is the simple choice of where you want to reside. Where mm. do you want to live spiritually? Do you want to live your your spiritual life inside the tents, inside church, inside a home, mm-hmm. or do you want to live out in the world? They're both okay. Yeah. God can bless you in both ways, but the blessing that comes with staying with um, how can I tell you guys, tending to God's calling mm. is that richness. And now I'm not saying if you have a job, I'm not saying go quit and come mm. sleep yeah. at church. No. Not what I'm saying. I'm just saying see who. Tends to God's to God's house. If you guys notice uh, the that in the in the in the olden times, um, the people that that were taking care of the of the of God and the and the the Ark of the Covenant and everything, they would sleep. Yeah, they would they would stay in the house of the Lord. Therefore, they were called what priests. They would take care. They would be there. They would be followed. They would be leaders. That's why it's it's funny when when Esau comes and he's hungry and he's famished and. He feels like he's gonna die. Why is it so crazy that Jacob has something for him to eat? Uh-huh. He knows that the blessing that he has very little care for, he says, I need this. And I think, I always, last time, I'm sorry, I think about weird things in the shower. I'm sorry, it's on the table. <laughs> so I usually, I usually like think, like when I'm not doing most, I think about the Bible and I try to, you know, dissect a little bit more. And I was thinking, we always say that he stole his blessing, but I think it was even trade. He said, you're hungry, I have food. You have something I need, even trade. And he's not like he stole it from him. He said yes. Yeah, he did. It wasn't even trade. I mean, I don't think it was even spiritually, but he took advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was a, I don't think he said, oh, give me half your blessing. But he said, give me your firstborn blessing. And Esau, I think he was um, foolish enough to say yes. And that's how, the reason why I want to say this, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land my my thought right now yeah. because because if you notice he cared more 
about a red stew than his own spiritual blessing. And sometimes, that is us. Yeah. Sometimes what impedes, yeah. impedes, uh, what impedes means is keeps you from, stops you, drags you down from being a leader is the fact that you prefer the worldly things over your spiritual blessings. Yes. And we can also see that, like, through this whole process, like, even from birth, like, they were fighting. Mm. Like, like even God told Rebecca, like, you have two nations in your womb. And they were constantly fighting. Like, but who was always the one who came before? It was always um, Esau. Because even when they birthed, um, Esau was coming out. Jacob had him by the by the ankle like um everything with birthright with like him getting like the blessing from his dad and we could see those are two separate things mm-hmm. um with the birthright he asked him for it he was like okay let me ask him for one thing first let, let me like ease him into it oh can i have your birthright and he's like okay whatever it like says, you know what it says here it says what is the birthright me now like yeah. what is he used for yeah go ahead, go ahead. like he had no knowledge of it and you could see like being someone from the house jacob being someone in his home he probably heard his mother speak about it he probably was taught by his mother and usually the mother is the one that gives the teaching and the Stress. dad is the one who gives like the action of that teaching mm-hmm. so he was like constantly listening because Rebecca was the one who always helped him. So when he, it was the chance for his bless, for Esau's blessing to come, Rebecca's like, okay, prepare some food for your father and go skin a goat. We'll put the skin on you because Esau was hairier mm-hmm. than, than Jacob. He lived outside. He lived yeah. in the wilderness. Yeah, he needed more hair to protect him from like injuries and all like the outside stuff. So, of course, Jacob was less hairy. So he was like... So, and Isaac, they took advantage of Isaac. Poor Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, he was blind. He's all, come closer to me. Let me touch you. Let me feel your skin. And, like, he felt him. He's all, oh, yeah, this is my son, Esau. But what happened? Once the physical touch happens, there's something in the spiritual. So he was like, okay, now I could give him his blessing. So even though it was meant for Esau, you can see that, no, once he touched Jacob, that blessing was transferred to him through that through his spirit so and then from there of course then isaac figures it out because esau went into a whole like rage like saying like he gets meant for something sold right yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly so it's like but why all of a sudden do you care is it because you knew what you were gonna gain from it can i can i can be before you continue because i was gonna say it's so beautiful i was gonna say you know you know we always tend to not ask ourselves Mm -hmm. who taught esau because isaac will stay yeah isaac 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 was taught by abraham Mm -hmm. and he wasn't the one that was sent being sent out to to hunt he wasn't the one to say oh let's figure out what we're gonna eat he was in in, actually he was backwards he was being taught god's word how god is this Mm -hmm. who was teaching esau that's that's the that's the lesson that i want you guys to understand what you were saying who taught esau and who taught jacob because at the end of the day, just like you said, he received the blessing just by a touch. Yeah. And then he even, he even almost like questions it. Isaac, yeah. he was like, are you sure this is Esau? Yeah. Like, like his bone density is not for a yeah. hunter. No. But yet when he touches, he's like, well, I, I can't, I can't, they can't lie to me with my touch. And yet, I, I keep going, but I was, I was yeah. I, that's what I was wondering. I was wondering, I was like, who was teaching Esau? And that's what most, most of the time happens to us. 
We want the world to teach us instead of the 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 minister, the the pastor that's inside. We want the yeah. world to teach us instead of the pastor. But go ahead, because we were saying beautiful. But then, like you can see, like. S.O. went into his old rampage. Then Rebecca was like freaking out because she's like, oh, my God, he's going to kill him for sure. Jacob's too scrawny for this. He can't survive his brother, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So she sends him off to Laban. And, like, you can see his whole process there. Like, Like, he had the blessing of God, but the way he did it wasn't correct that's why yeah. he struggled so much mm-hmm. like he was able to have the blessing of two wives but did he want two wives mm-hmm. no he just wanted one he just wanted rachel but no but that's the thing like everything he gained was because he was a liar that's how he got his right. blessings because he lied for he his blessing yeah he lied to his father he lied to his brother in a way that his brother he knew his bro- brother was probably not as smart as he it's was huh. yes sure, yeah. and and that's the thing and now god was showing him okay i'm gonna do the same to you so you won't uh, do it in the future right again. Yeah, and that's the thing. Isn't that the worst part, bro? Yeah. That when you see people doing the same thing you've done once, he's like, man, I got to chew this one because... Yeah. And he had to deal with it. And he dealt with it for so long. That's the thing. We don't... We don't have, like, a time period exactly like how we do with Moses, but, like, we have a... Like, it must have been long because he had... When he met Esau again, it had already been years because he already had his 12 sons with him. And don't even jump over his his wife. Oh, yeah. That he worked seven years and got another wife. Yes. And then he was like, what about the one that I wanted? He was like, oh, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. What about my firstborn daughter? She can't get married before. Imagine... I just... Yeah. I'm just thinking about this. And I'm thinking about this and I'm like, you know what? This is ridiculous because he he was fooled. Yeah. He was fooled just, and I think, look, I think, I think the fooling, the most important fooling was the one he was trying to, he did to Isaac, his father, because that was his, what, that was his leader, his that authority. was his authority, like, in between brothers, like, if I take advantage of you, like, I'm not saying like that, right, but, like, 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 food, like, hey, okay, he was okay, but he sold him something, okay, but when he lied to Isaac, why didn't mm-hmm. he just say, my brother just sold me his birthright? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You think Isaac wouldn't, 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 he would be like, so what are you doing? He was like, sorry, dad, I was hungry. He was like, for that, I'm going to give it to him. I think yeah. that would have been the fairest true. thing. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, well, I like what you said, he lied. And from there on, everybody lied to him. And then yeah. he was like, oh, you want this woman? Seven years. He does. I imagine poor guy, seven years. Woo. Woo. I'm done. No, wrong one. You want this one? Seven more years. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, what's going on? And you know what I like about him? He understood his process. He yeah. never said no. He never said, oh, you know what? That's too expensive for me. He said, I'm going to do it. I'm going right. to do it. Number one, the love for his wife. Yeah. Right? And number two, I like his process, right? God God, <laughs> God, uh, God told him, you like to you like to be like this? Let me show you how it feels. And honestly, yeah. keep on, honestly, I yeah. like it. <laughs> going back also, like, uh-huh. with the wives and then his, his, like, flocks of sheep. Like, Laban was seeing the growth of, like how Jacob was taking care of the sheep and then he was like okay let me keep those and I'll just give you these like the spotted ones because those are less and then once he got the spotted ones then it started growing more than the ones that were clean like clean white and then he was like okay what's going on then 
there was a point in time where Jacob was like, I can't handle this anymore. Let me leave. So what does he do? He takes all his flock, his family, and knowing that Esau was looking for him. Right. He was like, I have to deal with this too. I forgot about my brother that he has a vendetta against me. Thank you. Let me give some like biblical basis here, right? Because what we speak is Bible and you know. So in Paul and Galatians chapter six, verse seven to eight, it says, Be be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whoever a man soweth shall also reap. For he that soweth in his flesh shall in his flesh reap corruption. But he who soweth in the spirit shall in the spirit leaf reap life everlasting. So let's go back to Esau, right? What did he care more? He cared about stew, his bodily needs. And because of that, he lost his blessing. Jacob got it because he cared about the spiritual stuff. The only problem is there is a a little disconnect. It was, let's think about like, you know, some a little bit about history, right? Malcolm X and, and Martin Luther King. They both wanted the same thing, but their methods were very different. Malcolm Malcolm wanted it at all costs. He didn't care about the morality of it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't moral in his thinking. No, so Martin Luther King did. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Jacob chose to go by his own reasoning, by man's way. What would the people react to more in my favor instead of trusting it to God? And that's the reason why he suffered for it. And it wasn't until afterwards when they were fighting you know, with the angel, the angel told him a couple times, what's your name? And that's in a way, remember that name? And in, in when somebody's named something, especially in the Bible, it has an identity attached to it. So when he said, what well, he was really saying, who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you now? Yeah. A cheater, a liar, a stealer, who has good intentions, but mm-hmm. the wrong methods. So that's why <coughs> he understood that. And that's why when he begged, give me a blessing, his name was changed to Israel. Mm-hmm. One who, who, who is with God, and now will try to do it his own way. And a little side note, it wasn't, it was, yeah, he had his own fault, right? But remember who was the first liar? Abraham, because he had the same problem. He was more afraid of what was going to happen to his wife, Sarai, that mm-hmm. he went, all right, I got to do something. I got to do something, not God mm-hmm. protect me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it went to Isaac, and then it went to Jacob. Yeah. You know what I was, I was thinking before, before we go all the way to the end, which is, which is when Jacob got changed in his name. I was gonna tell you guys that it's it's crazy. Like right after he comes out of out of uh, out of um, out of Isaac's house and everything, he gets sent to Laban. He says that Jacob has a dream, right? And, mm-hmm. and it's crazy that he has a dream, and we all know this dream, right? It's the dream that has the heavens open, open. And, and, and the staircase, the, the staircase, right? Like going up that, and, down. and and I love that dream. But you know, you know what I love the most out of it that that, that God, that God, like not God, that Jacob. Like kind of like speaks to God, and like he like it was the first time he didn't have his father. It was the first time he didn't have somebody above him to kind of like <coughs> intercede between him and God. Right? It was mm-hmm. the first time that he said, "Okay, bro, I'm in the middle of the desert, and I gotta fend for myself. Yeah. I gotta sleep on a rock. Like I gotta figure this out, right?" Mm-hmm. And he comes up and he tells God, "God, if you keep me, it's in a um, it says a." Uh, it says on uh, Genesis 28, uh, 20, it says that Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will keep me in this way that I go and will give me the bread to eat and the clothing to wear. My question is, why is he making another covenant if God, if Isaac just blessed him? Right. Why is he making another co- I always wonder, like, 
isn't that us? Like we we want it to be so good that everything that we do, we just kind of do covenant after covenant after 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 the pastor already blessed you, but just dude, live a little bit. He barely barely left, mm-hmm. and it says yes. so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God. And listen to listen to the first trial. Says, and then and this stone which I've set up in the pillar shall be God's house. And of all that, I will give you my full tenth to you. Who taught him the tenth? His father. Abraham will give this tenth. Yeah. And imagine another coming. That's all. That's all I'm telling you. Like, like the process before the promise. It's like a bunch of waiting rooms. And I, I feel like we always we always yeah. we always talk about this, but it is like you yeah. you see things that are that are supernatural to you, and yet. What is the next thing that God does to him? He takes him and he tries him again. He yeah. tries him again. And then he continues to get tried and tried and tried and tried. I would have thought, wait, God, didn't we just make a covenant? That I <laughs> What's going yeah. on with you? What's but going on with you? It's crazy through our trials that um, constantly it, it, we think it's like something without purpose or yeah. something that God is trying to punish us uh-huh. or something. But like through that process, what did he have to gain? Two wives. For what? In order to get sons. For what? For a nation. And, like, why did he need cattle? To feed the people that he was right. going to gain. And he needed that whole process in order to gain the blessings, in order to be called a nation. Like, right. but I bet you promise. in that moment where he was sleeping on that rock, he never saw that. No. He was like, you know what, God? I don't <laughs> know, what it, this, like, what happened. I know I messed up. I, But, like, through that process, God was like, okay, yeah. Isaac gave you the blessing. Let's see how far you're going to make it with this. Like he gave, like Isaac just gave him tools, like basically a blessing. That's what it is, is the Uh tools in order to do the purpose of God. And we don't see it like that. We think blessings is just a reward, but no, Mm -hmm. they're tools in order for us to do the purpose of God. Because like without faith, we can't do anything. Mm -hmm. Then doubt comes. But how do we defeat doubt with faith? And it's crazy. Like, certain things that were like, oh, yeah, these are gifts of the Holy Spirit. These Mm are um, gifts of God. And it's like, no, these gifts are tools. Like, we never see gifts as tools. We don't use them. We're like, oh, no, they're just rewards. Let me leave it to the side. (laughs) Let me display it. No, God gives you them so you could use them. them. And that's the thing. Probably in his own lack of understanding, like, he did use them. He was like, you know what? Let me work. He started working. He never worked outside. He was always in the tents, like they said. So he started doing the flocks, cattle, a bunch of things. He worked for his wives. He worked for his children. And he was able to, like, form this nation before going, like, before Esau. You know what I'm going to tell you? This reminds me of the, of the parable in Matthew 25 when Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like that man that leaves uh, the talents to his, to his uh, servants. Mm-hmm. And he comes and he gives, according to his abilities, he gives them, honestly, I've been preaching this a lot, of, a, a, a lot about <laughs> it, but, but I, I thought about it like, like three weeks in a row. And um, I was going to tell you is that he comes, and as you guys all know the parable, uh, the, 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 the man that owned the field gives five, two, and one, right? Yeah. And it's, it's, when he comes back, it's wonderful that he finds two great ones. Yeah. And the one that hid the only one talent that he gave yeah. him, he calls him wicked and slothful servant. And this is what I was trying to, and this is what I, what I love about this, right? Because 
Because he, instead of using what God gave him, he was scared. And this is why we need to go through these processes. We need to use what God gives us. If we hide them, when we go into in front of God and we say, hey, God, hey, I didn't sin. He was like, that's not the point. The point is for you to use what I gave you. Slothful and wicked stay. And we're going to be like, oh, my God, I should have prophesied. I should have preached. I should have gone and told my friends that God existed. And then you start seeing everything that you're, you're, and then you're like, but I didn't use it. And God doesn't want you to do that. God doesn't want you to hide yes. God this mm-hmm. talent, but He wants you to multiply Him. And exactly. that's what all the other ones did. They would say, He was like, "Hey, Master, here's your five talents and five more." And what does He say? Good servant, enjoy, mm-hmm. enjoy the joy of the Lord. And I, I love that because this is exactly what you were saying. Jacob never, never did not learn his uh, what's it called his lesson. Yeah. He always kind of got like, "Okay, I see why people are fooling me." Yeah. And he just shut his mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see why this is happening. Okay, I'm gonna be quiet. And even like, even if we move on to to when he fights the the angel, my my question again: Why was he so bent up in getting a blessing? If his father already gave it to him, he already made a promise to God. Why would he again yeah. fight with an angel and say? I will not let you go until you bless me. I would, if I were the angel, I'd be like, bro, wasn't your father's promise enough? Yeah. Is, and that's the question I, will, I always ask myself, like, why? Why would he fight for that? He already got Isaac's blessing. He, you could see the fruits that he got. But it, it was like, he was like, he was missing something. He was missing right. that recognition of like, I am what my birthright is. Like, right. like he knew he had Esau's birthright, but like it, it didn't yeah it didn't show in him they're right. like no you're jacob you're you're gonna always be the second but no like during that fight it was like no give me my blessing you haven't shown the people that i deserve this birthright fair and square because he did get it fair yeah, and square did. like sometimes we're like no he stole it no he got yeah. it fair and square and you, and you know how he got the birthright i don't know if you're gonna say it but I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> he changed his way of walking yes Right. That's what literally I, I always tell people there's like this um I don't know this is the way I picture it, I'm sorry. I feel like like there's a cloud filled with blessings for you, right? Yeah. And there's like a little bow tie like this that it seems so <laughs> lightly cut uh-huh. but yeah it's so strong because it's holding on those blessings, right? Yeah. Right. And you know, that's a little red little bow tie and it says, you know, open me, but it's difficult. Because uh-huh. that means you gotta do something. To undo that, right? Like, yeah. you gotta change the way you walk. You gotta move. You gotta do. You gotta. And then the minute you do it, you're like, oh, these were all the blessings that God mm-hmm. had. But now you're 60, 65 and you waited 60 years yeah. to do it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, what he had to do was change the way he was walking, change the way he was thinking. He had to get a full metanoia in order for God to say, okay, you know what? Now I'm not only gonna give you the blessing, I'm gonna change your name. And honestly, that's what I, that's what I find beautiful about this guy because he went from a liar. To Israel, and, and if you guys even if you, even if you guys read now that we we're talking about Moses long before, mm-hmm. he even says when Moses tells him who should I who should I tell that sent me, he says me the God of Abraham, the God of Jacob. Jesus. Why did he call Israel? Mm-hmm. If he changed his name, I always saw this and I always yeah. love this, and I always say mm-hmm. because God was not embarrassed of the liar that he was. Yeah. God said I met him as a liar, yeah. and I still know him as a liar, and yet he became one of the patriarchs. Of of, uh, of 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 uh, Jerusalem, or sorry, Israel, right? Yeah. Uh, Jerusalem, <laughs> sorry, Israel, Israel, yeah. and he 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 almost. And I want you guys, I want you guys to know, it's like a like a little like 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 parentheses that God doesn't care from what you come from. Mm-hmm. God is willing to forgive everything, and He will, and He willingly calls you His, 
knowing that you're, you say bad words, you sin, you think incorrect stuff, you do bad things, you're a backstabber, you're not a backstabber, whatever it is, he picks you up from that and says, this is my son, Danny. It, it's beautiful because it goes along with our ear. Like, he recognized who Jacob was. And also with Moses, he recognized that Moses was a leader, regardless that he had to take him down from his prince position to be like, no, you're going to be one of my leaders. You're going to be a judge. You're going to be a priest. That's even farther up than what probably Egypt could have given you. Or like, Jacob, you're, you were son of Isaac. Now you're the father of this nation. You're, you are the nation that Abraham that I prophesied to Abraham and it it's crazy like like he recognized them what makes you think God won't recognize us even though we might have been the liar the drug addict the the person who Whatever. killed anyone who stole so, like God is going to recognize us this year like in in great ways that we don't even expect like we said recognition right and sometimes if we go back again the bible always says that god sees us as the finished work not the one in the middle not yeah. the one where we start mm -hmm. i think the problem is that we have to recognize that ourselves yes and keep that vision forward so that can be our light out of the tunnel that way we can go at the pace god wants us to because sometimes we go slower because we don't believe it one or simply we don't recognize it. We go like, like Moses, how am I going to be a good, powerful speaker? That's the part. Or a leader if I can't even, if I know I'm very, very, very stuttering. <laughs> exactly. Or back to, um, or back to David. David went, sorry, a little preview, not the whole, like, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> no, yeah, he had a bunch of little misdirections, you know, like as we always think, progress is not linear. It has little things yeah. like that, but sometimes we add extra lines because... We mm -hmm. don't recognize him. We don't trust in God's promises. Uh, and honestly, what I was going to tell you is that, that in, in everything that, that Jacob has, has gone through, like, it wasn't like the normal person. Like, it was almost like his own little process. Tailored. Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, it was like tailored to Jacob and Jacob only. Right. For example, Isaac had almost the same life that Abraham had. Yeah. But yeah. Jacob had this own little tailored he says, you're going to have this life for me because, you know, I need you to understand things that you're... That. And, he, and he does. And honestly, I always tell people, um, especially that, that are young people that, that are listening to this, they always tell me, you know, I want to get buff and I want to have all the money and I want to be, you know, everybody. I want to have Lamborghinis and I want to have everything that... And, you know, and people think that that's the best version of themselves, that yeah. every somebody that can do anything. And I, I, I think about it and I'm like, that sounds like a really good version, but mm -hmm. what God wants us to be is a version that has parameters. Right. A version that can say, look, I can drink, but I choose not, not to. to. Yeah. I can smoke, but I, I choose, choose not, not to. to. Because that is the best version of ourselves. That's the version that God wants to see. Because doing everything, it, it's easy. Saying yes to everything is, is not difficult. But saying no and having parameters of knowing how far you should go, how late you should be out, how much should you should be speaking to the guy that you like at night, or how much you shouldn't be speaking to. Like, all those parameters... Mm. The pastor, the apostle cannot be under your, under your, you know, under your covers. Right. Stop talking to him now. Right? <laughs> you can't. It has to be a personal decision to say, at 9 p.m., I'm cutting everybody off except my parents. And, and it's, 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 it's a decision, right? Or I can't get in the car with this person. Or I can't get in, or I should not get any rights with this person. 
Uh, it, the best version of a leader is the leader that is self-disciplined and is disciplined and tailored to the Holy Spirit and to God's way mm. because that's the way that we all should be going. And that's yeah. the way that Jacob finally got to. And even if you guys notice, like Jacob's woes didn't stop there. Mm-hmm. He has kids, 12 kids. Mm-hmm. And these kids sold Joseph. Mm-hmm. Honestly, can you imagine? Like, look. Forget, forget, forget everything else. Just imagine going through the pain that he lost his son. And he has to live with it. He said, "Not only did God's with me, but what, what was, what was the, what was um, Joseph's problem? His ego. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One was a liar. The other one was his ego. And as you guys noticed, he was called for greatness. He was mm-hmm. called to be the mm-hmm. savior of the world. And yet, once again, what did he do? Tailor it up a little mm, different yeah. process because you're de- you need to be the slave, not him. Yeah. And that's going to be our next podcast, guys. Just let you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> so just like a little teaser. But I, was, I, was, I, I, just, I just love how, how ever since then, like God almost tailors every process. And every promise is also tailored. For example, uh, Abraham was the father of faith. Isaac, it was kind of, he was blessed, but. You know, he didn't get any special name, right? But then Jacob became Israel. And then Joseph became the savior of the world. And then from Joseph comes Moses that we already talked about, which comes to the liberator, best friend of God. And then you see as he keeps going, we move all the way to we move all the way to Jesus. Which Jesus was not only the liberator. But he was changed the name. He was also uh, he was also the savior of the world, and he kind of grabs everybody, makes it into a three point shot, and says, "Listen, I'm gonna grab everything that happened here, and I'm gonna make it myself." And that's what I'm trying to tell you guys that even even we shouldn't make one of just Jesus' work because he went through some process as well. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys that everybody that wants to be a leader has to go through a process, and this process was called liar, liar. If you've lied, if you have a problem with that, ask God. I think everybody lies. I, I <laughs> At some myself, point. I catch myself lying for no reason sometimes. I'm like, why do I have to lie? Like, like where are you going? Nowhere. Why do I have to lie? You just tell your dad you're going to. You're a 30-year-old man. Why? why can't you say, or I don't, I don't want anybody to know. Why? why? You're going down the street, you know, figuring out some stuff. And honestly, I, I ask God to change me, and I hope that that's our prayer for, for all of us, you know. But um, we reached the end of the podcast. I think we reached, like, uh, like enough time. But guys, don't forget, next time we're going to talk about the slave, which is Joseph. And don't forget to always chime in, comment, like, and like our page. Uh,